At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO Coach, Jillian Musig. And welcome to this week's show of CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music, founding president at SEO Moz, and I'm your host. I'm with Nelly Yusupova today. She's also known as Digital Woman. She's a web technology consultant, a public speaker. She's part of Web Girls. She's the CTO over there and a New York Web Girls chapter leader. Welcome, Nelly. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Jillian. Much appreciated. So um, I've given a bit of an introduction about who you are. You've got a lot of hats that you wear. Tell us a little more about what your day looks like at the office. Well, my, my day is usually very, very busy. I have uh, built the entire technology infrastructure of WebGirls International, and which is a community of professional women who are in or interested in technology or leverage technology to become more successful in their careers and businesses. And I am responsible for uh, taking care of, of everything that happens on the technology side. The features and the tools that we build um, on a daily basis, I oversee and implement the entire strategy when it comes to technology. I organize and manage the teams and the projects to ensure that everything runs smoothly. And I'm also talking to our members so, so that I can understand their needs and develop the product roadmap for new features that we're going to build, for new things that we're going to undertake, etc. Sounds pretty good and pretty busy. So tell me a little more about Web Girls International. That's why I asked you to join us. As you know, you've got a number of CEOs who are listening here. Um, tell them a little bit about what that looks like and how they might leverage it to support the women in technology in their own companies. Sure. Uh, the Web Girls International is a community of professional women who leverage technology in their business, in their careers to become more successful. 
with uh, technology changing at the speed of light now, uh, everyone from all walks of life and businesses joins WebGirls to kind of stay in the know and talk about the latest technology trends and how we can support each other through business and technology issues and then develop contacts and friends. Now, WebGirls International is a for-profit company. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So who are the founders there? Um, Kevin Kennedy and Elisa Sherman were one of the original founders, and I joined them in 97. Excellent. So you've been around for quite a while. So you're a for-profit company and proud of it. Excellent. So what kind of projects, initiatives, or events are created around the process of uh, WebGirls International? We focus, so our mission is to empower women to learn the technologies and the tools that are out there so that they can leverage them to become more successful. And so everything that we do at WebGirls is, uh, is geared towards uh, helping people learn the tools and the technologies. So we have workshops and events both online and in person. We also have an online community where women can support each other and learn as a group because it's so hard to keep up with what's going on everywhere in technology and so by yourself. But if you learn in a group setting, you can easily do that. For example, we have discussion groups where women can ask and answer questions. We have resources section where we humanly create, well, actually we're launching that in, an, in, a, in a couple of days, uh, something called WebGirls U, uh, where we're going to be curating all of the great content that's out there in, uh, in a very usable way. It's, it's curated by humans, very high quality resources for women who want to learn about a specific topic. So if you wanted to learn about social media or uh, specific technologies, you can go to that specific section and read all of the different high quality information that's out there. Makes good sense. Um, do you also have events? We do. We have lots of events, both online and offline. I run the New York City chapter, as you mentioned, and on a monthly basis, my goal here, as it is in cha with chapters across the country, a chapter leader's role is to figure out what the local membership needs are from uh, a content perspective and be able to bring those speakers together so that they can create the high-quality content that we, we often are known for. Um, for example, we are doing, on July 18th, we're doing a workshop on how to use Twitter as a business development tool. So those are very strategic tactics of using the platform to be able to get clients, to be able to uh, get business out of it. And, uh, okay, uh, you're also a technology uh, consultant, so that means you're also an entrepreneur. Uh, tell us a little bit about your experience as an entrepreneur then. I love entrepreneurship. Actually, it was... Um, I kind of came into it completely by accident. I come from a very traditional background where entrepreneurship to me was not for real people like me and you. It was for people who were way smarter than me. Um, and I just didn't know that that's, uh, people started companies or regular people started companies. So when I joined WebGirls, was, that was my first taste of entrepreneurship. 
And WebGirls provides me with a platform uh, to be able to consult with and work with other companies as well. So um, what I often do is um, lend my knowledge with technology and helping entrepreneurs leverage technology and build the technology component into their company and how technology can support what it is that they want to do from a business perspective. And I love entrepreneurship. It's 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 so exciting. There's nothing <laughs> nothing more exciting for me uh, than the risks that 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 are involved and the rewards that come with it as well. Absolutely. I always say if you're not completely addicted to this concept of entrepreneurship, when you wake up in the morning, if you can live without it, do so. So for those of us who love it, we continue to do so. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the tips that uh, Nellie's got for entrepreneurs as they think about technology in their business. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. WebmasterRadio.fm The addiction that's good for you. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian, your host, and I'm here with Nellie, also known as Digital Woman. Welcome back, Nellie. Thank you. Okay, so uh, 
at this portion, I'd like to delve in a little bit into some of the ideas that we had talked about before the show. This idea of the importance of knowing and understanding technology as a business person. I always say there are two parts to a business. There's the wizard or technologist and the business person. And I think what you're saying is it's really important for the business person to know something about technology. Tell us a little more about that idea. Absolutely. Um, I, I absolutely think that as a business person, if you're familiar with technology and the technology concepts and how things work, you're just putting yourself in a position of power. You are not dependent on your technology co-founder or whoever is taking care of the technology aspect of your business. You can have more intelligent conversations with them. You can actually be a part of the decision-making process and you can understand how certain decisions are made and how those technology decisions ultimately affect your business. Okay, so again, we don't pull any punches here at a, a CEO coach. Uh, so tell us, where do you suggest we go for this? Um, obviously, I do know Web Girls offers this, so I'll make that pitch for you, shameless plug. Um, but how does a business person decide? How much should this kind of education cost? How much time do they need to spend on it? That's a critical piece. We always can find and scrounge enough pennies to pay for something, but time, we never get back. I absolutely agree. I think time for a business entrepreneur is the biggest asset. And so a lot of this information is available online for free. So if you are interested in learning about certain aspects of technology, you can go and Google it and really start to dig in and it's all going to be free. But it is going to take you a lot of time to be able to learn that and put that information together. So I often recommend people to find courses. Oh, first of all, you should identify where it is that you need to learn what sectors of technology or what sections in that are missing out of your education and try to find uh, courses that are relating to that so that you can uh, fill in the, the holes, if, if you want to say it that way. Okay. And, um, and it, they don't have to be expensive courses. They don't have to be very time-consuming. But the benefit is that the instructor will take the information and really present it in a way where you can learn something in two and a half hours versus taking 20 hours on your own searching and putting those dots together. That makes good sense. And again, time is the critical piece. Uh, what should a business person know about technology in the average uh, kind of business here. Do we really need to know about, I don't know, hosting and domain management? And um, uh, I, don't, I don't know. What should we know? Well, now, the first thing that you need to know is the process. You need to understand the terminology. You don't necessarily need to, so for example, when it comes to hosting, you don't need to understand how hosting works. But you need to understand that there's virtual hosting, there's dedicated hosting, there's cloud hosting, and what are the differences between them? Um, you just need to know the high level of information that will then set you up for success when you have to make decisions. 
makes good sense. You need to know all about that and what the relative costs are and perhaps the uh, size of company you can grow on it before you need to change to something else and so on and the cost of changing. That would be a really good thing. Um, I know we keep talking about, you know, the business folks tend to be a little bit frightened of this technology sector. I would agree with you that if we learn something about it, uh, we're less likely to be frightened. Um, but you are also talking about articulating the vision. Tell us more about articulating visions to tech teams so that the business people listening here today get a sense of what they need to say in order to speak clearly and get developed what they envision in their own minds. Well, this is actually the, I, I believe, the communication of the vision from the business person to the tech person is the biggest, uh, the biggest place where mistakes happen. Because oftentimes what comes out of the entrepreneur's mouth, this is what I want to build, is not necessarily what the tech person hears. So when it comes to tech people, you want to leave nothing to interpretation. You want to tell them exactly what you want to build. So there's tools like wireframing. Um, are you familiar with wireframing? I am, but let's explain for the audience exactly what they have to think about when they think about wireframing. And certainly those of you listening should look that up. You can type it into a search engine and see what wireframes look like and how they function. But yes, I would agree with you. You can wireframe things on the back of a napkin to start with, but you better end up with very clear wireframes. Wireframes are essentially layouts of pages uh, piece by piece to flow you through the experience of being on a website you don't want to leave anything to chance you know where does that button go how big do you want it how important is this versus that and then there is that piece I think Nelly of letting go as well as you envision it perhaps also hiring superb designers makes a big difference in your success absolutely and one of the things when it comes to wireframing is I think that uh, entrepreneurs should be familiar with the whole process and start the process and then get the designers and the user experience to help you think through and brainstorm and then build your prototypes. That way you can start to refine the prototypes and the pro a prototype is essentially a fake working copy of your website or your product uh, and right. so, that you can, so that you can give it to a user your potential user and say, use this prototype and tell me what's missing here, right? Because every single time we build products uh, or pages or design things, they're all guesses. This is all the best thing that we think is for our users to do. But then when you show it to a user and they start to use your product and they can't see the sign up button and you're standing behind them watching them and saying but the button is right there can't you see it you know that's that's usually not the the user the user problem is the problem with the user experience of your product and so you need to then refine it and go back to the drawing board and reposition stuff. And so ultimately, before you even start to build technology, there's a lot of things that you can do on a front end to be able to refine things uh, by interviewing users and showing them your prototypes and uh, working that way. Okay, so to recap, basically, we start as 
business people and entrepreneurs with an idea, uh, with, if you will, a back-of-the-napkin idea. Then you get the professionals involved real early in the game. And these are user experience or UX people or user interface, UI, the, both of those terms are used, uh, folks, who will then build out the wireframes for you. It is always easier to edit another person's work. Let somebody else build out the wireframes and then you start editing. No, it should be green and this should be bigger and that should be something else. It'll be much easier than spending hours and hours trying to figure it out on your own only to have a user uh, experience expert tell you, yeah, that isn't going to work. Once you've done that, testing, right? A-B testing and beta testing with users, real users, who say, yeah, I can't find the the buy it now button, uh, will let you know what you need to change and then launch is more likely to be successful. So I think those are all brilliant pieces all put together there. So we're going to take a break here at CEO Coach, and when we come back, we're going to uh, talk about hiring the right tech team. I know you have a great deal of experience with that, Nelly, being a technologist yourself and certainly being the CTO at WebGirls. This is Jillian Music and Nelly Yusupova, the digital woman on CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's go inside the WebmasterRadio.fm production studio, where the production team is stitching up podcasts to load up into the WebmasterRadio.fm Stitcher channel. Rock on, Laurie, and rock the world with LinkedIn. Welcome to Domain Masters, a show where you learn to be the master of your domain. Hey, I want to welcome you to this edition of the SEO Rockstars. Hi, this is Bennett Kelly, and you're listening to the Cyber Law and Business Report. And welcome to CEO Coach. Listen to all of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm podcasts without downloading. Only on the WebmasterRadio.fm Stitcher channel. Just click on the Stitcher banner on our website. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to the last portion here at CEO Coach. This is Jillian, and I've got Nellie Yusupova with me, known as Digital Woman. Welcome back, Nellie. Thank you. 
Okay, so in this last segment, Nellie, I'd like you to get deep in the weeds here. How does one hire, if you will, the right tech team? Let's say you're just starting out and you do have a technology product you're building. Who do you need first? Do you need to find your CTO first? Or are we looking for somebody who is a one-person maverick, somebody who can kind of uh, wear all hats and do all trades, and then the team modulates over time? So initially, if you're just starting out, it's really, really important to find that one person who's willing to do everything. And this is the person who understands your vision, who is addicted to your product, and will stay up nights and work over time and do everything they can to, develop, to deliver this product. Um, so and hiring the team and finding the right person is crucial to the success of your product, um, especially with the way that things are built now with uh, launching the minimal viable product and iterating as quickly as you can to figure out what it is that you're going to build. Um, it's really important to have a team that's on board that's going to support you through those iterations. And um, the statistic that I find that that is really shocking uh, that people can't believe is that the cost of a hiring mistake is three times the annual salary. So oh. if if you if you if you hire the wrong person, that's the amount of money that you lose. So it's really critical to the success, especially in the startup environment where you oftentimes each person does the job of 10 people in a big company. Um, losing one person can uh, make or break a business. That makes sense. So I would agree with you. The first person you hire is the jack of all trades, uh, really a, a wizard in himself or herself uh, who can stay up late nights and bring this thing to market. And it creates, if, uh, as uh, you mentioned, that minimum viable product. That's the first iteration of your website, the absolute minimum with which you can launch and begin to make some sales. Now let's move on to the next sector. At some point, you need a larger team. So someone joins your Maverick. In your experience, do you find that the Maverick stays for a while, leaves right away, or becomes your CTO? Um, I, I, it, it, it runs the gamut. It can be that the, the Maverick becomes the CTO, the Maverick could get bored with the business and leaves. But if you find the Maverick, you should do everything in your power to continue to keep them interested so that they can stay. Because initially, the first people that you hire, they create the culture of your company. They are the people who are going to define how the rest of your team will work and gel together. And so ultimately, when you find that person who really believes and is passionate about your product, the types of people that they're going to attract are going to be just like them. So you want to be able to work with them. You want to be able to bring them possibly on as a co-founder if necessary. Do whatever it is that you need to do. If this is the right person for your business, they can really do an amazing job in recruiting the eight, the eight players that you need to have a successful business. 
That would make sense to me. In my experience, I find that the early stage mavericks, if you will, are not suited to working in teams very often. They can stay for a short period of time, but they usually have to head off and again do their own thing or partner again with a very young startup. It's a difficult thing to do, but I'd say that the transition is critically important um, and, and counting on the fact that there may be such a transition. It is wonderful if the traits of your first uh, technologist, your, your uh, wild you know, uh, entrepreneurial type who can build that minimum viable product also include the traits of an appropriate CTO who understands the process of, you know, lean development and uh, sprint methods and, and organization of much larger products as well as human management. Usually those two personalities don't go together. But handing it off smoothly will save you a fortune. If your uh, original CTO type designer, your, your first maverick, leaves with the secrets of your software, that's going to be pretty rough. So and, what would and you what, say? And, and that's the reason why I actually, sorry to interrupt you, that one of the reasons why I say that you as a business person have to completely stay involved in the process of the development of that minimal viable product so that if your maverick does leave, you're not left in the lurch. Right. Your maverick should not leave on bad terms. You should understand the nature of the maverick and, uh, you know, when it's time, you bless it and move on and do so with goodwill and so on. But understanding, again, the minimum pieces of the technology helps to protect you. Understanding the nature of a technologist who will join you at the wild early days when there is only hope and no money. Those are the kinds of things that are important in managing this transition later. So in that space... In the technology world, what would you say a business person would need to know? Now, omnily, I'd say, well, you need to know where things are hosted. You would need to have a backup of software, perhaps a password. Uh, tell me what you would think of at the top of your head where every person listening today who's a business partner in a company as opposed to the wizard part would say, okay, these are the things that I need to get from my wizard, keep safe in the event that my wizard gets hit by a bus or must leave and move on, I need this stuff. Well, what I actually recommend from people is to uh, is for, for companies who are in that situation, before they get to a place where the Maverick leaves, is to continuously have a document, uh, the documentation process, right, of all of the important information and all of the important decisions that were made as a result of certain things that happened in the business. So uh, that's what I call the tech plan. Uh, it starts, it's kind of like a business plan and it evolves with you as your company grows and all of your passwords, all of the decisions, all of the critical things that happen in the business from a technology standpoint go into the tech plan uh, so that you can refer to it and you can see the progression of it as things have evolved in your business. That way you are, that you know and are aware of everything that happened and the reasons why certain decisions were made. Brilliant. How do people get a hold of you personally, Nellie, if they'd like to know more, not just about the tech plan, but about things that one needs to know as you start a business from the technology sector? How can they reach you? Well, um, they can reach, uh, they can go to digitalwoman.com. Uh, that's my persona on the web. All of my contact information is there. Um, I am also Digital Woman on Twitter. 
And for those of you who are interested in learning more and really understanding, like taking a two-day course on how to do all of this stuff, um, I'm doing a course in September called Tech Speak for Entrepreneurs. And it's really designed to solve this issue of educating the, the entrepreneur, the non-techy entrepreneur with everything they need to know from creating a tech plan to managing a technology team to building a prototype to um, understanding what users are doing on your site. It's just the whole uh, from A to Z, right. everything you need to know. Where can we get where can we get info on that course? If you go to webgirls.com, and webgirls is spelled with two R's, no I, so it's W-E-B-G-R-R-L-S.com forward slash tech speak, and you'll find all the information that you need there. Excellent. Thanks again for joining us, Nellie. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm or through iTunes. Till next week. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.